Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mozzie and the Muscle. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Mozzie. How you doing, Mozzie? Aw, shucks. I'm doing well. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm good, and I am I am the muscle. Uh, I did not give that name to myself. That was given to me. I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm not quite that uh, arrogant. So um yeah, we're gonna talk about the, the draft a little bit, just kind of briefly, um, you know, the NFL draft, and then get into um, a dating game where we um, pick a player without seeing who they are. Classic, uh, you know, early 2000s, like, game show uh, dating thing. Yeah, we're going to give you a couple stats. Uh, Think about who is behind these stats. You kind of pick which one you would most want, so to speak. Oh, dude, I just thought of a great idea. You know, did you see the show uh, Baggage ever? baggage no yeah who who the fuck hosted that um it was some guy who like had should not have been hosting it um jerry springer yeah he hosted it <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dating game where like like you you showed off and then like you revealed some baggage i'm like oh like that would have been great if we like did this like we had like like one good then a bad then a good then a bad for each or something like that or like just said bad shit about a player <laughs> okay yeah that would have been good uh, that's kind of what I did. It's, it's a balance. The Peyton Manning episode would have been very interesting. <laughs> I mean, the, good thing Brett Favre's retired, right? Right. <laughs> Actually, the, the quarterback one could have been pretty interesting. Um, we got Winston. We got Newton. Um, <laughs> this quarterback it generally has the reputation of being a crybaby. Yeah. Who? What other quarterbacks are kind of... I mean... I'm trying. I, no, 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 pop off like Rivers. right on top. Yeah, it, was it Rivers like not cuss though? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, Rivers uh, like apparently like watches his mouth with soap before each game and just kind of curses <laughs> in like, language possible. Yeah. Oh, oh, Big Ben. Duh. Oh yeah. Love and well, honor. He's got, right. He's got accolades for sure, definitely <laughs> in his postseason. Yeah, but he also has that uh, that's that scandal behind him as well. Yeah, just that slight one, the <laughs> sexual assault scandal. Yeah, I don't, I still don't remember. Like that was like, that was like, right when I'd gotten into football. So I don't know like a whole lot about it. But he's definitely not helping Miami shed that uh, <laughs> that uh, <coughs> look. I guess I should say. Yeah. That culture, but anyway, enough about uh, bad apple QBs. Um, <laughs> hopefully we get some more this draft, right? Oh, I know. Anyway, um. So I, I guess we'll start talking about them. Um, none of them are really bad apples. Um, some of them get compared to bad apples. I guess we'll start with Baker Mayfield, who draws some uh, Johnny Manziel comparisons, which are, yeah. are unwarranted. But I agree. I don't really think that's fair to be to consider or compare him to uh, Johnny Manziel. But you know, the media is going to do what the media is going to do. It's up to the player to kind of mm-hmm. dispel that image. Yeah, I think I think it's, this will be a kind of a quicker section, by the way, guys. Don't worry, we're not going to sit and talk about the draft for hours and hours yet. That'll come soon. Um, we we'll got a nice draft draft. podcast coming up for that. Yep, yep have some special guests. Um, yeah, so um, I I think Mayfield will do pretty pretty fine. Um, I'm, I don't. The other 
about Rosen too. Rosen is keeps getting this really just I think a really unfair image about him that he's like a spoiled brat and that yeah. he like is hard to coach because he asks why. Have you seen that? Like Yeah. Well geez, that, um that's why. What is like that's just inane to me. That's just stupid. What quarterback doesn't want to know why he's doing the play that he's doing? Yeah. Jamarcus Russell. That's the <laughs> Well, he wants to know why he has to do it. <laughs> right. Like why why he can't be sitting at home like eating like uh B dubs or like in and out or something, you know? Like I guess I don't have B dubs out there in Cali. What is it out there? I don't know. But they it's do yet. have you got it. Yeah, they do have In and Out out there, so I I got I got the Cali one on the second try, but um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, there was this cool article I read I sent to you. I can't remember who it was with. I'll look it up while I'm talking about it. But basically, it was just like kind of interviewing him and getting to know him, like to get to know Josh Rosen. And it was it was kind of cool. Like as I as I read about it, I I enjoyed it. Like, I mean, I'd, I've never had an issue with him. Like, I think it's all overblown. Like, I don't care if my quarterback like. Or quarterback is like arrogant or cocky like that's why i kind of like mayfield and rosen because i think that's almost kind of necessary to be like a little bit cocky but um what is it sam alipore hopefully i said his last name right is the one who did the article um and espn's the magazine but it was pretty much like he sits down to interviews josh rosen and it's pretty it's a good read but yeah he gets a bad rap and you get the sense that he's kind of realized he was kind of a dick like early on like <laughs> Like, he doesn't say word for word, but basically, like, he realized he, he was kind of a twat, like, when he was, like, he just got into college and he adjusted a bit. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Who is, like, a humble, down-to-earth human being the, in college? Their yeah. first couple of years of college. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> your, your early 20s, your mid-20s, that's when you start developing and growing as an individual. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really unfair to put these character concerns on people that haven't even discovered who they are yet as people. And you have the media overblowing everything. I'm real. Like none of the guys in this class really flag me as just like huge character problems. Yeah. Like last, like the other with Manziel, like that was kind of warranted. He like, if, if they show like any signs of like possible substance abuse, like issues, then like, which Johnny Manziel did with drinking, like then Yeah. That's a, that's a flag. But yeah, they're just kind of do what <laughs> Josh Gordon <laughs> be high and or drunk for like every, every game. Yeah, <laughs> I know he's really open about it now. It's kind of cool to like hear him talk about it. But um, anyway, he was also a supplementary draft pick, wasn't he? Or am I, I wrong? Believe so. Yeah, I know. I know Terrell Pryor was, but um, I'll look it up as we do this. Excuse me, but yep, yeah, second round supplemental draft. I know, wasn't Chris Carter also a supplemental draft pick? That I don't know, but he did definitely have character concerns coming out of college, right? Because he did, I think he had substance abuse problems, didn't he? And he I had to clean so. himself up. Maybe, yeah, but I'm pretty sure he's a supplemental draft pick. But um, anyway, back to these uh, quarterbacks. Um, I guess as far as, like, actual skill level, like, honestly, I think Rosen will be fine in, like, pretty much any system. Because, like, he's... Not to compare him to like Tom Brady, obviously, but like he's he can do everything you typically want a quarterback to do. Um, was I heard someone compare him to compare him to Eli Manning just because like his only downfall is he'll try to do too much sometimes, like 
I mean, I, I, I a lot of quarterbacks do this. They call it like the gunslinger, you know, like yeah. So, sometimes you should just throw it away. You try to make a play and it gets picked off and goes back for six. But I mean, a lot of really good quarterbacks do that. And if that's the only knock on him, then you know, I mean, he's not like super mobile or anything. Mayfield's definitely more mobile, but on a, as long as Mayfield gets like the right like setting, he'll be fine. I think. Yeah, and it's a huge contrast to other concerns that people have where they can't, they have a really slow release. Mm-hmm. Maybe like Tebow, who, you know, his God. wind up on his throw was as long as it was in the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas Rosen, quick release, very yeah. natural passer, can throw everything efficiently. I think right now he reminds me most of Garoppolo. He's got a really quick release. He can't throw it as quickly as he can, but he's still he's not even a rookie yet. Yeah, his mechanics are spot on. So if that's up to me is if I'm a coach, that is that is perfect. That's what I mm-hmm. want. Because you know a lot of these guys don't don't get especially these high picks. They don't always get time to develop fully. So like it's nice that he already has that. And um, yeah. what was it? So two of the other top guys um. Darnold and Allen are two that are often talked about needing a little time to develop, which I guess if they go to the Browns, um, they would have that time behind Tyrod because he's, he's a, I think he's a good quarterback and he's definitely at minimum a competent starter. So, Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I Apparently Josh Allen, his stock keeps rising. Um, <sighs> they think he's going to be <laughs> one of the top picks. I, <sighs> Josh Allen has the widest range of outcomes of any of these guys. <laughs> like he, like he's either going to be Brett Favre or Jamarcus Russell. Like I don't know how else to put it. Like right. I was going to say Roethlisberger, but Brett Favre is a good one too. Like yeah. I think he's got the arm of Roethlisberger, but he could end up being Brady Quinn. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like he's. I don't see much in between for him. Like it's going to be awesome or terrible. Like. He's either gonna fix his issues or or he won't. Like, and if he doesn't, he's screwed because he wasn't that accurate in college. And yeah, and I heard. Uh, I don't know how accurate this is. I'll have to look into the stats myself. But a lot of people have started to nitpick. Like, yeah, he does have a low completion percentage. But let's be honest, he's not in a RP. He wasn't in an RPO system like Mayfield, where you are doing a lot of quick short throws that are higher to complete. You yeah. know your completion percentage is going to get padded when you have stuff like that. You yeah, know? Um, I agree. As opposed to a quarterback that's launching it deep. So, I mean, he throws the ball deep 20 times a game and completes 50% of them. Your, your stats aren't going to look as nice, but that's better than someone who can only do it five times out of 20, but they're getting a bunch of dump-offs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel, yeah. But ever, like, there's been a lot of, like, quote-unquote, like, advanced analytics saying, like, how accurate Baker Mayfield is. But, like, you bring up a good point. Like, he... He had a lot of good setups, you know, for what he does. So, right. And then, you know, I I don't know how I feel about Darnold to be fully honest. Like, me neither, man. His yeah. range of outcomes isn't like his floor is not quite as low as Josh Allen's, but like he definitely has a pretty high ceiling. Like, does it's, it's, he is? Yeah, keep going. I say like it's it's there. Like, you watch him like you know throw on the move. I mean, it's not, like, as good as Rodgers, obviously, but, like, he does it very well. Like, as, like if, like, he his, his like, out of the pocket, you know, throwing is extraordinary, but, like, he's not that great in the, like, I mean, he's he's okay in the pocket, but, like, his, 
his like normal like pocket passing whatever isn't like where it needs to be yet yeah i i remember watching some darnold games this year and being a little bit hesitant as to why he was such a highly touted pick not gonna lie i thought he made some bad decisions <laughs> he's thrown mm-hmm. a lot of picks and in college like come on man if you're throwing a ton of picks in college it's not I mean, defense isn't, like, as prominent in the college football arena as it is in the NFL by any lead. So I I actually do have concerns about Darnold. Um, Maybe it's also because he went to USC and I got Mark Sanchez and Ryan Leaf. If I see another USC guy go top and bust, I'm going to go crazy. (laughs) Was it Carson Palmer was was USC, right? Yeah, so there's one the most successful USC quarterback, right? Yeah, like literally the only one, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally yeah. the only. <laughs> but I don't know. I, th- I think a lot of these teams have hopefully started to figure out that like how important like the right system is for these guys. Because like you look at you know Carson wants success, and obviously the the super fucking obvious one, and I feel like kind of an asshat saying it is like Jared Goff year one to year two, like huge difference, and so yeah. I mean, like, Sean Bay versus Jeff Fisher, right? Yeah, Jeff Fisher. But <laughs> I, I still say Vince Young got fucked over so bad. But anyway, that's, that's, that's for a different day. So an idiot. But you're right. He was kind of an idiot too, but you're right. Oh, oh I mean, yeah. He, fucking, what was it? Cheesecake Factory, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's like one of the most obscure ways to like blow your money. Like, really? All right. Yeah, yeah. NFL player, you think strip clubs, spending all his money, drugs, buying a boat. No, no, no. He was getting that Godiva tiramisu cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't help himself. At, at the, like His rookie year was good, and he was on the fucking Madden cover, right? And so <laughs> that, yeah. that was it. Between Madden and Jeff Fisher, he was screwed. But <laughs> like anyway, there's a lot of stuff Sam's Arnold like, does well, or at least decently, like He's, I mean, like, he's pretty decent, like, dealing with pressure because, I mean, he obviously gets out of the pocket well. And his pump fakes are, like, freaking insane. But, like, so if he can get in the right system that utilizes that, then, yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. It'll help him develop more. But You know who else had an insane pump fake? Who? Mark Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I, watched, I watched a clip. Mark Sanchez had one of the craziest pump fakes I've ever seen. I couldn't believe he could do that. I'm like, wow, this guy really underperformed but, question though <laughs> did you ever really believe in mark sanchez though <laughs> no not even like for a minute no honest. yeah a lot of people <laughs> didn't so that's that's a different thing like say like uh, you could you can see there, there's the potential there with darnold but i don't know man i think i think rosen has the biggest no sorry not rosen i think rosen's gonna be has like the highest success chance but i think uh josh allen has the highest bust chance like i mean I, I feel like a lot of people probably would agree with that just because some of those flaws are large <laughs> yeah uh, yeah uh josh allen to me right now uh, if i had to predict a bust it would be, it would be josh allen yeah. um i i don't see josh rosen being a bust unless he gets some really bad injury, mm-hmm. which I would hope, you know, God forbid that happens. But that I, I think Rosen does have the least bust potential. 
of yeah. all of the quarterbacks. He's just he's like the most ready right now. And I, I um I don't I guess I'm overlooking Lamar Jackson. I like him a lot. I'll talk about him in a second. But excuse me. I I'm not I'm not a fan of Josh Allen. If I if I am a franchise I Okay, so listen, the, the the definitely the top three should be quarterbacks. And it's gonna be a bummer when one of them is Josh Allen. Because someone's gonna fuck it up and do it. You you know someone's gonna fall in love with him for some reason and do it. Yeah. But and they could be the Browns. Hmm. Man, that'd be a bummer. Because, um, like I I think it should be Rosen, um pro I hmm. Definitely Rosen, and I like Lamar Jackson a lot. He's I like him as you know, like a top three guy. Um, and then I'm I'm pretty I like Mayfield a little better than Darnold, but I, Darnold has a higher ceiling, I think. So, but those, yeah, those are my top four. Like I don't I know like I, I don't even know like I haven't looked enough into everyone yet to say like where I put Josh Allen, but. Mm. I I actually think Lamar Jackson has a decent shot of being pretty good um, as well. I think there's a little bit of recency bias. People are seeing what Deshaun Watson did last year and like, oh, dude, he's the next Deshaun Watson. And I'm not I'm not on board with that yet. I think Lamar Jackson does need to learn a lot. I would like to see him sit for a bit. But I do think he has a high upside as well. Uh, some people are overreacting to his really bad Wonderlick score, which we talked about, mm-hmm. I think, a little bit. I don't put a yeah. whole lot of stock into the Wonderlick myself. Yeah, we, we texted about it a bit. I can pull up some of the comparisons we made to it, like all this stuff. But, like, you listen to some of these guys talk. And, like, not to like, not to berate them, but, like, you listen to some of them talk, like, about not football. And they, they don't sound smart. But, like, when they get on a football field, they're fucking geniuses. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. what they do all the time. It's what they're good at. So, like, it makes zero sense to test their, you know, like, education. Like, this, like not to sound bad, but, like, a lot of these standardized testing is just testing, like, like how much you learned or, like, what your education level is. And for a lot of these guys, like, I mean, like, they like all these these guys go to school like for football they don't go to school for school like what did cardell jones say like i'm not here to play school i'm here to play football like that's true like he said it best <laughs> like and so i don't know i think it's kind of unfair to judge these guys on stuff that has nothing to do with football does it does it maybe give a little bit of insight into how quickly they can learn a playbook maybe that's that's about all i could think of but like i don't know like Josh Allen, it's like oh yeah, we said Josh Allen got a thirty-seven, and you mentioned he's supposed to be like dumb as bricks, muscle horses. Those are your correct words. So like, <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. what like that's the other thing. Lamar Jackson gets a thirteen, but um, Josh Allen had the highest Wonderlick score of all of them, and he looks like a, an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to. Uh, I don't know if I've said this before, but. I like to compare it to my theory on directing in movies. I like movies. I like directors and whatnot in cinema. And for me, uh, one of the analogies I like to make is that when it comes to the director of your movie, if you have a good director, it doesn't mean that the movie is going to be good. 
but it is likely that it will be. Whereas if you have a shitty director, a bad director, it's probably going to be bad. And I think it's a little um, more direct in Hollywood. But when mm-hmm. it comes to the NFL, if you have a high Wonderlick score, it doesn't mean you're going to be a good quarterback. It means you have an, a better shot of being a good quarterback because you can grasp things more quickly. And likewise, if you have a really bad Wonderlick score, it doesn't mean it's a. You doesn't mean you're going to be bad. It's just that it's more likely that it, you won't have as good easy of a time. So. Mm-hmm. I don't put a whole lot of stock into it. I don't. I don't get too blown away by it, honestly. The Wonderlic scores this way and that. Yeah, because so the next guys are Fitzpatrick got a fifty, like got yeah. a fifty, right? Like I think he aced yeah. it or almost aced it. Might not have been exact, but like he basically nailed it because like he went to fucking Harvard. Like what? Do you, what? What do you expect him to do? Do you expect him to get like a ten? No, like <laughs> like he's he's well educated. He's like a smart guy like but like he still makes some stupid decisions on the football field like knowing knowing your times tables doesn't make you not throw picks like i don't know what to say and yeah what do you think a guy who went to harvard did a lot of standardized testing much yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah he got he got a 48 okay (laughs) do what yeah like uh, there's there's a clear like difference i mean let's see last year um so, oh yeah, Carson Wentz got a 40, apparently, last year. I was looking at last year's scores. Paxton Lynch got an 18, which, uh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a little high for me. I think Paxton Lynch should have been a little bit lower. <laughs> but, right, like, that just means, like, how, how accurate is it really? I, mean, mm-hmm. we, I think the lowest one we said was uh, McNabb, right? Yeah, McNabb, like, the most successful guy to have a pretty low Wonderlick score. Yeah. And I, I know you mentioned Terry Bradshaw too. I think was that he mentioned. You mentioned someone else. I don't remember what his exact. Yeah, name was. Bradshaw. Bradshaw. But like, I don't know. They're supposed to be private, but like, it always gets released, and for for a reason. The thing is, like, it'll probably that that probably helps Josh Allen's draft stock and hurts Lamar Jackson's draft stock. But like, we saw these guys play in college. Like, we saw the film. We saw the tape. Like, <laughs> I don't. It doesn't matter that much. Like, these like their careers are football like it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter how good they are at math if they can throw a bomb to the receiver pinpoint in the end zone like I don't, no right. no no reporter is asking them their times tables after a game like <laughs> yeah but anyway enough enough of that enough of that um well actually one more thing on it so um as i i know baker mayfield got a 25 and i read this article basically saying like um a lot of stuff shows like around 25 is like, you know, a good number to look for. And I can just see Baker Mayfield being like, like what I need to pass like 25 is like, Oh yeah, I got 25. Hell yeah, bro. Like, like celebrating that he just barely made the cut. of like academics. He got a a C plus. Yeah. Or B minus or whatever that. Yeah. Like he he passed the class. (laughs) That's like what it is. Woo. Yeah. I, I like imagining him as like a total bro, which I think he, it might be fair given the antics we've seen from him, but <laughs> yeah. And the headband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking for sure. That's yeah. Spot on. But <laughs> oh, yeah. anyway, so um, just a little bit of talk about some quarterbacks, obviously Saquon Barkley's good. I don't know if we need to get in that too much yet, 
but everything's about the quarterbacks. Like, I mean, obviously, it's Saquon Barkley and then, like, a couple other guys and then everyone else. At receiver, it's all kind of even. But the quarterback class is is deep. Like, the whole draft's pretty deep. The quarterback class is just absurdly deep this year. Well, it's it's pretty the good wide talent. receiver, right, that's, like, the least deep the yeah. wide receiver class. I think the wide receivers are, are deep, I would say, but, like, they're like there's no like tie-in talent really okay. like ridley and sutton are like good but like i don't like there's there's no one here that's like a guaranteed game changer like there's no calvin johnson or julio or even not even like um not even like a brandon cooks or anything like mm-hmm. like I, I think like the ceiling for these guys like would be like cooks like <laughs> like just, just as far as like you know, like not like the exact production, but like that kind of level, I'd say. But uh, basically, like a lot of them are like guys that fit certain roles and could be a wide receiver twos and threes, like very consistently. Yeah, which is, I mean, you need those players. Yeah, but this running back class is fucking loaded, though. Like yeah. we thought last year's was good. Holy moly! Like I feel bad for the free agent running backs because, like, man, this young talent is insane. But. <laughs> We can talk about that more on the uh, on the draft cast. Uh, I don't want to waste a not waste a ton of time. I don't, I don't want to take a ton of time up talking about all this. I just everyone wants to hear about the quarterbacks. We're talking about the quarterbacks, giving the people what they su- supposedly want. Maybe maybe you don't want that. Maybe you're maybe you're above <laughs> that. Maybe you don't give a shit about quarterbacks. But you know what? We kind of do, <laughs> and I like and I play in a super flex league and hopefully a second one. So uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So now. We've got our dating game. I should have come up with like a nice little theme song for this. But yeah, so what we're gonna do is um describe some players with only stats. Um, I've got a I've got a nice slate lined up here for Mozzie. I think he's got a little bit for me as well. Um, basically, we're gonna describe. I've got like I got for each position. I got player A and player B. Three stats for each. I'm going to describe them and not say their name. And um, you're gonna have to pick one. Basically, I'm going to describe them, and you're going to have to, you know, see if you can figure out who's who and uh, pick which one you'd rather have for the 2018 season. So, All right. I guess um, I'll start off here with wide receiver. Um, receiver. Let's do it. Yes, yeah, so looking um, wide receiver. So, um, set the scene. You're um, sitting on sitting on a stool. Uh, I'm interviewing you. Oh, hey, Mozzie. Welcome to the dating game with the <laughs> NFL fantasy football. Uh, that, I'm not going to do that for any longer. I'm sure that was excruciating. Um, <laughs> so, okay, behind um, curtain A, you see, you know, a nice silhouette, uh, lean, jacked guy. Same thing behind B. These are NFL wide receivers. They're all going to be lean, jacked guys. <laughs> um, right. um, so, individual. yes. So, um, so do you want do you want all three of each at one time? Or you want me to go back and forth? I think it'd probably be easier to go. Um, all three for each person at a time, so you don't have to go back and forth and track it. Yeah, just do all three. Yes. So, player A has played a full 16-game season only three of his seven seasons. Oh. He is... In 2017, he caught nine of 26 red zone targets for 54 yards and two touchdowns. Which... And then um, he also averages 15.5 yards per catch for his career and averaged 16.4 yards per catch in 2017. 
Okay. So I'll I'll copy and paste these into the Skype call so you like have them for reference. Sure. That's player A. And then player B has only missed more than three games once in his career. Two thirds of his seasons have been over a thousand yards. But in 2017, he only caught 18 passes. Interesting. Yes. So, um, some some key ones. I guess I'll go through player A again. Uh, full 16 games, only three of seven seasons. Nine of 26 red zone targets for 34 yards and two touchdowns in 2017. And a 15.5. Yards per catch for a career with 16.4 yards per catch in 2017. And then, uh, yeah, player B uh, only missed three, only missed more than three games once in a career, once in his career. Um, Two thirds of his seasons have been over a thousand yards, but only 18 passes were caught by this player in 2017. Do you have any ideas of, of who either of these guys might be? I'm trying to think. Player one, or bachelor one, <laughs> bachelor one, we'll call him bachelor one. Yeah. Fan- fantasy bachelor one. <laughs> Ooh. Wink, Only wink. played a full 16-game season for three of seven seasons. So 2010 uh, was their first. Wow. And oh, I mean, 11, 2011. Two, right, okay. And uh, nine of twenty-six targets. Yep. No, no, no googling. No, no anything. Got to, got to no. rely on your, on your intuition here. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at what you sent me. Yeah. Um, Fifteen point five yards per catch. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I mean, any, any thoughts? You get any anything of who who it might be? I don't. Well, I don't know who it is. I'll be honest. No clue. Um, there's so many wide receivers. Like, good lord! And as I was thinking about it, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of wide yeah, receivers. Yeah, like these will all be players like whose names you will know. I'm not gonna fucking pull like, um, some like random guy out of nothing. Like that'd be silly. That would not make this fun. It's it's a, like it's a like they're all players like you're familiar like you'll be familiar with. Okay. Like it's not like I'm not pulling like um. Any, like, and I'm not pulling like any like hijinks on who they are. It's not going to be like some guy who had one good game in his whole career. Like it's not that shitty. Okay, well, I can tell you right now that I do like uh, player two better, or bachelor two, because I do strongly believe that availability is one of the best attributes mm-hmm. of a player, the ability to play. And if you're not on the field ever, that is really just a, uh, I mean, you can talk all the time about how they would be doing if they were on the field, but the fact of the matter is they're not, mm-hmm. which is why I always get really like, I can't stand listening to Skip Bayless talk about Sean Lee. <laughs> because I'm like, Dude, I, don't, I don't care how good Dallas would be if they had Sean Lee. He's not playing. Cause he's never out there cause he's yeah. always hurt. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> not, none of these guys are like clowns. Like I'm not going to pull like fucking Chris Conley or like <laughs> Pharaoh Cooper out of here. Like that would, that would not make sense. So, um, yeah. So yeah. Keep in mind though, with player B only 18 passes in 2017. 
And that is very concerning. Now, can I ask if this was because they were injured in 2017? Well, I'll bring you back to stat number one. Has only missed more than three games once in his career. So if you want to maybe piece two and two together or not piece two and two together, depending on if you think they're connected or not. I'll tell you that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Only missed more than three games once in his career. So this past season, they only missed uh, more than three games once in their career at, at most. Correct. <laughs> so do you want me to guess who they are? Because I, um, I don't know. You can guess who they are if you want, or you can just pick one and I'll tell you who it is and who the other person was. Okay, well, player one, it's not Deshaun Jackson because I know his is higher, but it mm. feels like a Deshaun Jackson kind of answer because they have they only played three of seven seasons with full 16 games. Deshaun Jackson, somebody who's always hurt, um, but has a pretty fairly high yards per catch at 15.5. His would be probably higher because I remember he, he at one point had a 40. Mm-hmm. Okay. Phew. Who are you going with? Da, 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 da. Different game show. I, I'm, I'm going with uh, Bachelor 2 in this one. All right. You open the curtain. You see a silhouette. You see a couple different jerseys. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pull them up so I can go through it. You see, first you see a Broncos jersey. And then for a flash, you see a Dolphins jersey. Then right away, it switches to a Bears jersey. Before you see two New York jerseys and you see Brandon Marshall behind curtain B. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, definitely a player you obviously know had it down your last year. Um, I mean, I, he's not going to bounce back to his full ceiling, but like, I, I think he'll bounce back some. Um, any thought? So player A was not, not Deshaun Jackson. Do you think, who do you think player A was? I'm I'm not quite sure. Is it like Alshon Jeffrey? Nope. It was Julio Jones. That's Julio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sounds pretty fucking brutal, doesn't it? <laughs> he only had two touchdowns last year. Yeah, and they were both in the red zone. Good lord. Good lord. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Brandon Marshall makes sense for the second one. I'm glad I went with Julio. <laughs> or wait, you 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 picked Brandon Marshall. No, I want I want I want A. I want Bachelor A. Dude, you totally you totally oh, said sorry. Sorry, sorry, yeah. I want ba- yeah, I want the one yeah, Bachelor A missed. Yeah. Yeah, you okay, totally yeah. you totally I picked want... Brandon Marshall who like was yes. way more available. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like You're I'm right. gonna call hijinks on you. <laughs> Sorry, I had my uh, my two mixed on. Yeah, no, I went. Yeah, I, so I picked Brandon Marshall in that scenario. Okay. All right, Julio had he, he had three touchdowns, but like I said that um, in last year, but the the uh, two of them were in the red zone. That was part of that stat there. Okay. Yeah, I, I said if 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 anything's not clear, just let me know. As I said, like I was the fifty-four yards of two touchdowns were like all red zone. That's why I tried to clarify the red zone part, but. Hopefully that wasn't too misleading, but he did only have one other touchdown. So, you know, it's not a huge difference. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not a huge difference. But yeah, he's yeah, not- I do think Brandon Marshall is pretty much at the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. Um I I don't really see him having a strong bounce back, to be honest. Mm-hmm. 
two-thirds of the season has been over a thousand yards. Is that right? Yeah, that is right. Assuming I didn't he, was that, uh, he was that big uh, hammy. Jay Cutler loved him. Yeah, dude. It's even though he couldn't love himself. <laughs> yeah, Brandon <laughs> Marshall's insane. Like Hall of Famer, in my opinion, for sure. Like he said, one, two. Well, I guess I can reverse this one. But um, I, he's had a lot of thousand yard seasons. Eight, you eight think, thousand you think yard he's seasons. A Hall of Famer? I'm not sure he is. Eight one thousand yard seasons. That's a lot, dude. <laughs> it is. It's hard to get in the Hall of Fame, though. One, two, three, four, five, six seasons with at least a hundred catches. He has the record for most catches in a game. Like, I mean, isn't Terrell Owens not in the Hall of Fame yet? I, th- I think he is now, right? Or is maybe? he? I'm not sure. I should probably know this, but he should be. He belongs there. He definitely belongs there. But I was gonna say, if he's not in there yet, then like, I'm, I'm not. You know. Yes. Over 12,000 career yeah. yards and 82 career touchdowns for Brandon Marshall. It's pretty good. Uh, pretty good that number. Is pretty- yeah. But, um, yeah, so, uh, ha- I mean, obviously probably would have preferred Julio, but, I mean, Brandon Marshall's not a terrible option. Right. I definitely would prefer Julio now, mm-hmm. but at the height of his career, I would absolutely take Brandon Marshall because he's always he was never hurt. He was always playing. I would I would say the wide receiver one's probably the largest disparity I've got between players here. Um, there's there's another sort of close second, um, but um, yeah, that's just probably the largest disparity I have. But like, Brandon Marshall's been a beast forever. So now I'm gonna ask you, who would you rather have, peak Brandon Marshall or peak Julio? Which is probably right now for Julio. Um, I'd pick peak Brandon Marshall just because his consistency, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he, he, I don't think he's really a touchdown, huge touchdown guy either. Has he? Maybe I think gets some years a lot. Eh, yeah. More so than Helio, but I mean, like he's like P, PPR monster, even half PPR. Like you could one. So there were one, two, three, four, five, six. He had seven seasons in a row with a thousand yards. Like, that's fucking absurd. <laughs> that is. All right, Brandon, you're going to the prom with me, baby. Oh, seven to thirteen, um, thousand yards each of those years at least. That's absurd. So yeah, peak Brandon Marshall, especially like in a dynasty league, man, you're set. But um, but this year definitely Helio. All right, so um, hit hit me up with yours. You said you had one for me. Yeah, so I have one, and uh, it's quarterbacks. I wanted, I, so I have three quarterbacks here with a bunch of stats that are always fun, a bunch of numbers. And uh, I would say each quarterback is sort of in the same realm of tier. Uh, maybe just one or two, just kind of all over the place. So I got three for you. Um, you ready? Mm-hmm. All, all right. right. So, uh, quarterback bachelor number one has a career completion percentage of 62.3%. Nice completion percentage. Uh, they've been getting about 3,600 yards a season, 3,647 to be exact. They get about 24 touchdowns a year and 13 interceptions. So a nice 24 to 13 ratio. Their win percentage is 62 to 48 and they have never won a playoff game. 
Yeah. I'm gonna I'll post that into the thing for you because it's a bunch of numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see if that. Goes. <laughs> It'll copy paste. Just don't put the name in. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, please don't, don't put the name. All right. All right. All right. That's, that's quarterback one. All right. It's quarterback one. Sixty-two percent completion, twenty-four to thirteen touchdown to interception ratio. Haven't won a playoff game, but they do have a good, decent win percentage at 62 to 48. All right. Okay, that's interesting. My, my very first thought was, was Phillip Rivers on this. So I'll, right. as, as we go through, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it more. But initial initial thought is, is him. Okay. My uh, second quarterback bachelor, number two, has a slightly higher completion percentage. We're going in up order. At a 64.9%, mm-hmm. they have thrown over 4,100 yards each season. This uh, about 4,180 and getting 26 touchdowns a year, and uh, 13 interceptions a year as well. It's 12.6 technically, so a little lower. Um, their win percentage is a little bit better. It's 99 to 69, but they are four and six. In the postseason. All right, interesting. So definitely, um, definitely season vet. Because when you said the yards, I thought Matthew Stafford. And it made sense until you said the win rate. I'm like, oh crap, that is definitely not it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that wouldn't be wouldn't be Brady either. So somewhere in between Stafford and Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good good way to think of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last quarterback bachelor boasts the highest completion percentage at 67%. Yeah. Uh, quick, get... quick, quick thing. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, You're good. Actually, I do mean to interrupt you. I just thought to throw you off. Um, are the, the touchdowns, is that just passing or is that passing and rushing? That is just passing. Gotcha. Only doing passing for this. Okay. Um, yeah, and so our third bachelor, uh, 67% completion average a year with – 4,400 yards a season, just under at 43.92. They have uh, 27 touchdowns a year with 12 interceptions. So a little bit, some would say, better than the other two. However, their win percentage is 24.32. I think this one might be Stafford. (laughs) It could be off, but... They are 0-2 in the playoffs. Has fuck has he been to the playoffs? Shit, because I think second one sounds kind of like Breeze, but like that seems low for us. Particularly his completion percentage, I'd think he'd be higher. Hmm. Mm. All right. So, I think have the Chargers been any good? Fuck, uh, this is tough for me. <laughs> right. The Chargers were good in like those early, like I want to say oh seven to oh to like oh nine maybe. Mm-hmm ish they were making the playoffs and they could they actually they beat peyton a bunch they had peyton's number there for a bit oh wait oh number one could also be alex smith the yards would make sense with that okay um second one could also be rivers the third one i'm kind of unsure on because like breeze breeze has won a playoff game so he wouldn't be able to win the playoffs and he's also he has more <laughs> games than that um is that sam bradford <laughs> no, it's not. The preseason's not it. Okay. Um. All right. I'm gonna go with 
Hmm. Now, like, so you don't have to share it. I assume the per season is like, does that include seasons where they like would miss games or like if they'd been injured a lot, it would include that. It's just, it's just complete like season average. Um, yes and no. There, so uh, like with, if if they if they like played like one game in a year, you didn't include it, or yes, yeah, if they only played like a like their one game that year, I didn't include it. But if they if they missed like if they were the starter, they missed a game to injury or something. That's you know okay. They, okay. That's included. Gotcha, gotcha. That that helps a bit. <laughs> I'm like, because I I I so because it, it it helps me get an idea of okay was this guy injured at some point like okay um this is tough i think i think the first one i'm trying to remember if rivers has won a playoff game i don't know i don't think he has the first one's either rivers or smith i'm thinking the second one is where i'm a little torn that could be breeze um could also be eli but um it might be a little low um Am I allowed to look at just like literally the NFL standings to remember teams, or is that not allowed? Yeah, you can do that. I, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. Let's see. Like it's it's obviously like a guy who's been around for a really fucking long time, and it's not right. Brady because he has more wins than that. Could be Big Ben. Um. Hmm. This is tough. All right. Um. And the second guy never. I'm gonna go with uh, number two. Um, okay. The the like it's just, this is for 2018 season. So this is a guy who like has definitely had like long term success, and that makes me more comfortable. So I'm gonna go with quarterback number two. I like that. I like that reasoning. Do you want to know who you picked? Who did I pick? Who who am I? Uh, who am I banging behind the bleachers? <laughs> Behind curtain number two is actually Matt Ryan. Falcons. Ah, yeah. All right. I'm cool with that. Yeah. 64.9% completion and percentage on the career. Uh, almost 100 to 70 in a win percentage. That's pretty, pretty dang good. And mm-hmm. four and six in the postseason isn't ideal, but it means they've gotten there and had some success. Oh. Not, uh, <laughs> a little tear for the other year okay right <laughs> and i didn't realize and he's was, been the... it was four and five until that last game <laughs> yeah I mean, he's, he's played 10 seasons wow huh interesting um, um so, yeah quarterback one is andy dalton oh wow yep. all right um, huh. <laughs> i wonder how close is i wonder how close alex smith was that because like once i thought alex smith i was like stuck on that but I think Alex Smith might have a slightly higher completion percentage and lower interception, but they're probably pretty wow, similar. 62.4 for career for Alex Smith. Holy shit, that is very oh, close. Wow. <laughs> is so, <laughs> yeah, his TD to interception ratio is uh, 184 to 96. Okay. So I don't know what the exact numbers are on that, but... A little better yeah. than Dalton's. Mm-hmm. But, huh, that's and, interesting. That they have like and the then, exact same percentage, right? I should have had him. Yeah. All right. Who who's number three? And number three is Kirk Cousins. Hmm. All right. I I'm glad I would have been happy with either B or C. I'm glad I did not pick pick A, because like <laughs> once I thought it was Alex Smith, I'm like he's not bad, but like I didn't want him. 
I, number, number two, I felt a little better about being a long-term guy. It's interesting, though, because quarterback C is Kirk Cousins, who was the most highly sought-after free agent this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yet his win percentage is pretty low. He's not some shitty Washington teams. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll see. I want to see what Alex Smith does with this team. What? Because yeah. what if Alex Smith takes this team far and everyone's like, wait a minute? He is a winner. Like, I'll give him that. Like, he's a winner. <laughs> yeah. Like, <clears throat> as, as much flack as he gets for just being all right. Like, he had a really good year last year. Obviously, Andrew Reid doesn't hurt, but. Like he he wins a lot of games. Like when he starts, um, since yeah, since twenty eleven, because I mean he didn't play like a ton early on, and the teams were really ass. But twenty eleven on, he's had a, he's had winning records like the whole time. Right. So, in his career, he's eighty eight and sixty two and one in his career. That's pretty good. So, mm-hmm. then in Kansas City, he was fifty and twenty six. That's really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, Andy Reid owns that division, or he has. Yeah, aside from, like, brief Bronco time. But, yeah, okay, I, I'm on – I saying these guys out, it obviously would be between Cousins and uh, Matt Ryan. And, like, as a Falcons fan, I'm definitely happy with Matt Ryan. So Right. I was like, yeah, you picked the Falcons guy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> there is a connection. <laughs> it yeah, was I meant to be. Brandon Marshall, too. Do what? I said I picked Brandon Marshall, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that was interesting. All right, that was cool. That was cool. I, li- I like. I like my pick. I like my pick. I think. I think Ryan will bounce back some next year too. Um, yeah. Cousins will probably be drafted higher though, which is kind of interesting to think about. I would think so, but. Mm-hmm. I think Ryan I, will be a value. Yeah, I would rather get Ryan later in the draft, for probably a pretty similar value. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just don't want to touch a Bengals player, so. <laughs> Aside from like maybe Mixon or Green, but I don't think any Dolls any good. Um, okay, he's average, but last year when the team wasn't good around him, you saw. <laughs> right, he does not elevate his team. Nope. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather have Case Keenum or Andy Dalton? Like oh. last year on the Vikings, like would Andy Dalton have a, have done the same, better, or worse than Case Keenum? I would say worse, right? <laughs> like. I think he would have done the same. He would not have done better. (laughs) I don't think he would have done better. I think last season is a testament to how important it is to have really good wide receivers. Um, Because I I think having, I don't, I think Diggs and Thielen were super underrated for the Viking Mm -hmm. success last year. Yeah. They both have like wide receiver one potential. Like, right. They're like, they're awesome. Depending on how much the Vikings pass next year, like they could both be wide receiver ones for fantasy. It could be like a 10-11 thing. Yeah, and I, I would be totally okay with that. Yeah, I would be fine I, with owning both on a team too. But Which is why I don't think Dalton would have done worse than Case Keenum, mm-hmm. but I don't think he would have done a whole lot better. Yeah, like because so like, I, don't, I don't think Case Keenum had many moments of like elevating them just because like, I mean, I could be wrong, but like, no, you're right. But he got the ball to his playmakers, mm-hmm. and the Eagles got to Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. That's why they won. They couldn't yeah. get it. <laughs> Andy Dalton said like a couple of decent seasons. Thirteen and sixteen were pretty decent, but aside from that, twelve wasn't bad. But like, 
the defenses were good. And last year he was his yardage was really down. His touchdowns were all right. But anyway, enough about that shitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, on to uh, the running backs. All right, you, you excited for this one? Yeah, running backs. Lay them on me. All right. Running back A, um, once again, you see um, behind curtain A and B, you see um, well-built fellows because these are NFL running backs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So running back A. Running back A broke 1,000 yards rushing for the first time in his career in 2017. Okay. He averaged 40 – sorry. Yeah. Over his career, he averages 44 receptions, like per year. Per year. Mm-hmm. So 44 receptions per year for his career. On his career, he averages 3.8 yards per carry. Okay. I'll put this in the Skype call. Any any early thoughts on who it is? My initial thought was Gurley. Okay. With a... Uh... I don't remember if he broke a thousand his rookie year. I know he had a really down sophomore season, mm-hmm. um, which would explain because he had a huge yards per carry last year. But if if it was really bad his second year, it would average. Mm-hmm. So that would be my initial thoughts. Okay. Um, so running back B, in half point PPR, running back B finished as the running back seventeen last year. I guess I say twenty seventeen. Yeah. So 2017, um, running back seven, 17, that's kind of nice, um, and half PPR. Um, running back B also broke 1,000 yards rushing for the first time in his career in 2017. Okay. However, running back B has a 4.4 yards per carry average for his career. 4.4 yards per carry, Okay. And Africar finished RB seventeen. Probably won't hurt to have a fourth stat on all these just to make it a little more, but gotta keep it keep it mysterious. So just to recap, player A broke one thousand yards rushing for the first time in his career in twenty seventeen. He also averages forty four receptions per year um, for his career, but only averages three point eight yards per carry for his career. Player B finished RB seventeen and half point PBR in uh, 2017 and also broke a thousand yards rushing for the first time in his career last year, but has a 4.4 yards per carry for his career. Any, any thoughts on who player B is? Player B. I'm trying to think of like RB 17. How good's my memory? Yeah. So it's kind (laughs) of like depending if it's 10 or 12, kind of like mid low RB, RB two range, you know? (laughs) <laughs> it's it's interesting trying to like like what what was what was your gut reaction to player B? Who did you think it was initially? Um, my gut reaction was that it was somebody uh, like Dion Lewis. Okay. Um, but I think Dion Lewis did better than that last year. And that's only because of the PPR and half PPR finished mm-hmm. RB17. Now, hmm. 
is it in a standard format would that number change significantly um I, i'll give i can give you that let me let me see if i can f do that uh what will what will what the espn give me here oh i can look it up here on this one okay um let me see in standard oh yeah i think it was same as standard same as standard pretty sure i'll check but i think football guys gives it in standard can i i think i can like do scoring right i think i can check that scoring type fuck whatever but i, I believe it would be the same okay they had a thousand <laughs> right oh man this is tough da, 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 da. I wonder if did Derek Henry get a thousand yards last year it's a good question you don't like I'm like trying, uh, it's more rhetorical <laughs> <laughs> okay so I do I think Todd Gurley did break a thousand his rookie year and then didn't his second year but he's still like my guess for A and my guess for B would be probably Derrick Henry. Because I know he had a really high yards per carry. But I don't remember if he got a thousand yards. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't feel like he did. Unless is it including it's not including postseason, is it? Uh no. Okay. It's probably not. Whatever, those will be my guess. Or yeah, um, hmm. yeah. Who would you rather have in uh, twenty eighteen for your fantasy team? I'm gonna take A because A had that forty four receptions a year, and I like a I like all a right. running that can do it all. You got your dream running back, your favorite fantasy. It's not Todd Gurley. Who do you think it is? It's a guy oh, no. you love. Is it? Yeah. It's one I love. You got Melvin Gordon. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, yes. The other one was not Derrick Henry. Um, player B was CJ Anderson. <laughs> so not quite as much a disparity as Julio to Marshall was last year, but definitely a disparity. Um, so, yeah, you <laughs> you made the right choice on that one. I can't believe that he has a 4.4 yards per carry. And yeah, dude. that he was as high as RB17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I I give a lot of shit to CJ Anderson, and I'm starting to think it's a little unfair. Um, no. <laughs> well, the stats are saying that he's a, he's fairly good. Yeah, and, like, as the more, like, advanced stats I've heard on him, like, a, like a lot of stuff, like, he, I don't. He's not as bad as I think he is. Honestly, like I, I've, I've kind of realized I gave him a little too much flack, but he's definitely not like anything crazy. But Vance Joseph clearly isn't doing him any favors. <laughs> Although you helped him get to a thousand yards last year, but you had that last year um, was uh, Melvin Gordon's uh, first thousand yard rushing season. Yeah, that, yeah, and that now that I think about it, that is that makes a lot of sense. He did hit nine hundred ninety seven in twenty sixteen, though. So he wasn't far off. But, yeah, um, he was really he was just shy. 
but okay cool yeah his the the yards per carry is like the biggest knock on him like in general right because he does get a ton of attempts mm-hmm. um but, and eventually it translates but it's not always pretty yeah they give him a lot of red zone touches though like that's mm-hmm. the thing like inside he got um 14 carries inside the opponent's five uh last year in 2017 and he got five touchdowns off of it. So like, but literally only two yards. So like, that's going to drive you down a bit. And he got, uh, let's see, 49, uh, red zone rushes with eight more red zone receptions. So like they use them a lot in the red zone. So yeah, like that's going to lower your, cause like outside of the red zone, he like pretty much had like a 4.2 or 4.3 average. Oh, is that so? Yeah. So like, well, yeah, if you put him at the one, he can only get one yard. Yeah, and, like, if you go look at his splits, like, his 2015, like, was it, you, it wasn't as that like as much of that drastic difference, but, like, 16 and 17, you see, like, like it's it's clear that, like, the red zone carries are driving his average down, but he's getting those red zone carries, so I think it's an unfair knock on him, personally. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love Melby Gordo. To include someone that you really like, so uh, <laughs> that was nice. it. I'm glad. I'm glad you picked him. If you would have picked C.J. Anderson over Melvin Gordon, oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, that'd have been great. <laughs> I'm gonna just put my head through the wall. I'm, like, right. <laughs> I'm out. I'm never dating again. <laughs> Single forever, bros before hoes. <laughs> That's funny. Single choice, dude. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, dude, I like doing some fun segments. Yes, yeah, this will sound something cool we can do just like right in the off season, you know, like just something fun to for people to listen to. We've got eight followers. Eight. Woo. I need to just make a Twitter again. I don't have a personal Twitter. I had one briefly that I used for like a week. And um I hadn't used it forever and my friends hacked it and tweeted about horse sticks and I found out eight months later. <laughs> and I deleted my Twitter. For a while, but I just got rid of it. I was like, "This is dumb." Yeah, but it was it was hilarious because like they made a joke about like something with like a ho- like, they made some sort of horse stick joke, and like I didn't, I was like, I can't remember what it was, but like I didn't, it didn't click, and they were all cracking up. I'm like, "What?" They're like, "Wait, what do what do you mean?" I'm like, "What are you, what what are you guys talking about?" They're like, "Did you not see?" So they they literally just like said like told me to look at my Twitter, and they were cracking up the whole fucking time, and I pulled it up. And I see like four or five tweets about loving horse sticks that were from like <laughs> eight months ago that had been sitting there with my name on it. Oh God! And so one day I'm gonna like, if one day I have some notoriety and someone like has a screenshot of it and digs it up, I will have friends who can attest to doing that. That will be that is a real. I was hacked. <laughs> right. It'd be like Mitchell Trubisky with the titties thing, but it. <laughs> Like, that wasn't me. I swear. <laughs> Do not love horse dicks. <laughs> Prefer donkey dick. Thank you. Donkey. <laughs> Get out of my swamp. That was that, The first one was better than the second one. The second one got a little too off of Shrek. Um, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not good at impressions, man. I'm just not. I am, though. I love impressions. Really? I can, like, I could make up a funny voice, but, like, it's not going to connect to anything. Like... <laughs> No, I wanted to be a voice actor for a while. I can, I can really get into it sometimes. Who's, uh, who's, who's your best impression? 
my best impression. Yeah, what's, uh, one, what's one of your best ones you do? Mm, I, uh, I, I kind of just do a whole bunch of them. I don't know. Like, like do, do you have like a go-to one? I sometimes I'll do like you know I could do like a Christopher Walken or Sean Connery or someone like that, mm-hmm. or like cartoons are the most fun. I like to do it like someone from Family Guy. If I hear something funny, I'll just start imitating them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I used to do the the Herbert the Pervert one a lot. Oh yeah. What is it? It's like oh, I've got some, a tip for you in my pocket. Why don't you just uh, reach in there and uh, fish it out? And like, <laughs> it's a little off. I haven't I haven't done it in a while. I, I got to get the the whistle with the S there. Yeah, you have it. Once you haven't done it in a while, you have to get back. I, I got to hear it again. Yep. And it, it's it's, it's similar. My my Herbert, my Towley, and my Mickey Mouse are all similar. And I don't oh. think that's a coincidence. <laughs> oh boy! Because yeah. Tally's like, oh, let's get a little high first, and right. like, it, the Mickey Mouse is like, oh, hi kids. Like, I have a lot of headphones on, so I can't oh, hear myself well. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I I like to do my Mickey Mouse voice and say like dirty things because it's just funny. You're I like, do the Mickey Mouse from South Park. That's the one I. Do. <laughs> that's basically what I do, <laughs> more or less. I sell sex to children. <laughs> oh yeah the jonas brothers one uh i get uh, should i leave this in the podcast or cut it out <laughs> yeah we leave parts of it. yeah we are <laughs> quoting south park we do not have these views <laughs> right <laughs> disclaimer uh but so anyway um so speaking of selling sex we are on to the tight ends ah, ah, get it get it ah, ah. <laughs> yeah so um we will need the explicit tag for itunes um (laughs) yeah whatever yeah fuck it (laughs) anyway cool we say the f word bro Uh, yeah um anyway tight ends so once again you see two hulking figures behind these curtains because tight ends are fucking enormous um (laughs) i don't know what else to tell you there um let me let me let me let me pull up their stats to see like how big i know i know that one of these guys is enormous for sure and i'm pretty sure they both are yeah okay yeah these guys are both laney walker (laughs) these guys are both large human beings so you know just the pass tight ends that will catch passes tend to do that they will be large people so um anyway tight end a from behind the curtain says oh this will be my my tight end voice guy i've had at least seven i know that's that's gonna go wrong that sounded <laughs> that that's that was on the track of being very racist sounding i realized quickly all right um i was gonna try to do an acting thing unless i like try to make it like really high pitch and funny it's gonna sound terribly racist so i'm just going to avoid doing that um my apologies to player a and literally all of humanity for that um (laughs) so um player a has had at least 70 targets each of the last three seasons Mm. player a received 13 red zone targets in 2017 and caught four of them for two touchdowns so of those 13 red zone targets four of them were caught and two of them were touchdowns so it's not like total like i said not not total touchdowns but those are just red zones um and Player A is also in the AFC South. Hmm. So, you know, a little, a little extra uh, context for you there. Um, 
player B, so I'll put player A's stuff in, in the Skype call. So you, you got that on tap. Player B received 11 red zone targets in 2017, but caught seven of them for six touchdowns. So red zone proficient there. Um, his catch rate, so his catch rate inside the red zone from that is uh, 63.64%. But outside of the red zone, the catch rate was only 55.34%. So catch rate heavily decreased outside of the red zone. And player B had... 722 yards receiving in 2017. So I, I, I feel like I was very generous with, with these tight end ones. I gave you, I, I feel like I gave a lot of nice uh, specificity here. Yeah. 11 red zone targets in 2017. Caught mm-hmm. seven of them for six touchdowns. Yeah. And once again, that's, that's, um, that doesn't mean like it's only six total. It's six red zone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so going back over player A, um, for those listening, because I obviously if you're listening, you're not reading our Skype call chat. Um, player A has had 70 targets each of the last three seasons. Player A received 13 red zone targets in 2017, but caught four of them for two touchdowns. And player A is in the AFC South. Okay. So and then player two received 11 red zone targets in 2017. And it got seven of them for six touchdowns. So that is some phenomenal red zone work from player B there. Um, catch rate outside of the red zone, however, for player B was only 55.34%, uh, which for a tight end is low. Uh, it's just, it it kind of is. I think tight ends usually have, like, in general, like 63-plus-ish. I don't know exactly, but, I mean, tight end catch rates are usually kind of higher just because of, like, the type of routes they run. But um, I said the, the red zone catch percentage was the 63.64%, so pretty good um, for player B here. And player B also had uh, 722 receiving yards in 2017. Any any guesses on who these guys are? First guy sounds like Jack Doyle, uh, AFC South tight end, okay. 13 red zone. Second guy, I wanted to say Jimmy Graham but I don't think Jimmy Graham had 722 yards last year. I, if You're I remember correctly, <laughs> I think he was in the 500s, if I remember correctly, because I had him in some league. Yeah, I had him on too. He's, he was like just a red zone guy, which I'm curious how he's going to be with the Packers this year. But hmm. Okay, so the first guy is Jack. All right, so let me see who I want to take out. On a date. Mm, yes. A sexy date. Who do, you, who do you think player B is? Any thoughts? Aside from the Jimmy Graham thought? Um, I'm one, maybe player two is... Oh, it's not, it's not him. So I don't think it's Rudolph. Okay. Who else could it be? I'm trying to remember the tight ends from last year yeah like i said you're the the one thing that is allowed is looking like pulling up just literally a list of teams like i just pulled up the nfl standings and like trying to remember who exists that's yeah do that really quick yeah because i just pulled up the espn app looked at standings i'm like who who exists because like it's hard to just like recall all of this out of thin air so 
That was a very uh, saliva filled th. <laughs> real, that's a real thick uh, <laughs> Thick. Oh man, but. Is the second guy Ebron? I mean, I'm not going to tell you who's who. Okay, okay. Obviously. Like, so, I mean, that's. Obviously, I guess, guess of yours. Like, you can just take whatever to what. But, um, I think. Who are you, you going to pick? 70 targets in each of the last three seasons is pretty nice. I do like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. It means you're getting the ball a lot. Um, 13 red zone targets, though, and only caught four of them for two touchdowns. It's kind of. Yeah. Although, keep in mind, Julio only caught nine of 26 for two touchdowns. That's true. So sometimes red zone stuff can be misleading. I'll take a. a. All right, player A, final choice. Yeah. All right. So player A was actually Eric Ebron. Oh, okay. Because he's on the Colts now. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to fucking lose it when you said that was Jack Doyle and asked if player B was Eric Ebron. <laughs> I was trying right. so hard to keep my cool. I was gonna. I was gonna ask if when you said I'm in the AFC South that you meant this year or last year. Oh yeah. And I was. I, was I, like, I would. I would have answered that because. I've asked him too much. You gave me a lot. So, yeah, I'll, t- I'll t- okay. Was the first guy's Ebron. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah, so, yeah, player B was not Ebron. Any any other thoughts on who player B was? I'll say I think you would prefer player B. <laughs> hmm. And uh, those, those red zone touchdowns were all of his touchdowns, by the way. Was it ASJ? Nope, it was uh, Evan Ingram. That's Evan Ingram. He yep. only had 722. Yeah. His name came to mind. I was like, oh, I think he had a lot more than that. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, but yeah, both both of the double E guys, uh, both of the EE tight ends. Same initials. <laughs> I don't hate Eric Ebron as much as I think the media tends no, to. No, yeah, I don't I don't hate him as much either. The 70 targets he's had last three seasons surprised the shit out of me, dude. I'm going to be honest. That is a little surprising. Yeah, well, remember that graphic you sent me or whatever, that picture or whatever it was about, like, his stats, and they compared him to, like, three, like, Hall of Famers? Right, it was, like, only these five tight ends mm-hmm. have done have had their first three years go like this, and it was, like, Gronk, Gonzalez, Kellen Winslow, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Jimmy I'm Graham, a... and then Ebron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a phone call. Let me pause real quick. I have returned. Anthony was calling, so we we ordered uh, a screen printing like machine and set everything so we can we can like do the t-shirts ourselves and whatnot. Yeah, and um, like one or two pieces of it like are are broken. Like apparently, it's so like part of it's made of like quarter inch steel and it's like apparently like bent fifteen degrees. I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? So yeah, I could hear some of it and I was like, wow, that is insane. Yeah, wait, I muted my mic. Was it coming through both? That's weird. Yeah, I, yeah, I could hear a lot of it. He was um, like, I'm fucking living. I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, I wonder if it's coming through both my mics. It's weird. Who knows? Yeah, it should just be the one. Anyway, maybe the mute doesn't work. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway. <laughs> Fucking um, prayers. Yeah, dude. Just trying to make some t-shirts, dog. <laughs> you ever um, notice how printers are just always broken? <laughs> dude, that's so fucking true. Why is that? They can't make a printer that works. Have you... So you're talking about Family Guy. You know how they have all these like, little, like, 
like whatever like fadeaways you want to call it and like there was one i remember they were talking about like rubbing alcohol and they flash over like to johnson and johnson and it says like they're like we put tear free on the bottle why did you say that this this hurts a lot and the guy's like exactly and they start like maniacally laughing or something along those lines <laughs> like well, that's not exact but basically it's like a joke about rubbing alcohol or whatever like or whatever saying pain free and it hurts like shit so <laughs> that's that's i sort of imagine like people who make printers do like this says hassle free <laughs> oh yeah like, does it jam ha oh. ha idiots <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's rough yeah we were joking so i'm actually uh so my sister and her fiance are getting married in July and the bachelor party for uh, her fiance in Dakota is in, is in May. And we're going on like, like a three or four day cruise for it. I think it's three day. And oh, I was man. joking that we should screen for screen printing practice. We should make like an embarrassing shirt that we force them to wear. <laughs> like just put like phallic images on it or say like, like, like bachelor bitch or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> do just, it just something funny we'll think of something I'll, I'll make i think it's like three days so i'll make one for each day you know <laughs> lots of practice on the screen printing uh anyway so enough about um printers and nuts riveting radio here um <laughs> on to on to quarterbacks um you go over to the quarterback section of the dating show you see two tall men behind um, the curtains because, you know, I guess that's an extra hint. Um, most quarterbacks tend to be tall, though, so it's not a huge hint. But, you know, yeah. I guess tall, like, in comparison to everyone. And I guess most players in the league, too. I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're both, they're, they're both taller fellows yeah, in, in general. Um, no, it's not it's not Brock Osweiler, though, I promise. It's not, <laughs> it's not Osweiler or Glennon, don't worry. The Moroccan ship. Yep. All right. So, player A um, had so in 2017. Um, this is this is standards like if uh, when I'm referencing these, it's standard scoring. Uh, so like four points for passing touchdown and one point for every 25 yards. Um, so player A had four games under 15 fantasy points in 2017. Oh man. Um, when we're talking about um, standard scoring. However, 83.33% of the time, player A plays a full 16-game season. Ooh. And 2017 was the seventh highest touchdown total of player A's career. Uh, passing touchdowns, I should add. Okay. Yeah, just, just to clarify. Not that it does or doesn't make a huge difference. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, passing TD. That's what I went off of, so I'm going to make sure I stick with that. Um. See, I'll put that in the in the chat here, so you so you have that for reference. And then, uh, so that's player A. Any any initial thoughts on it? Four games under fifteen points. Um, it, that's an interesting one to start with. Eighty-three point three percent of the time, I play a full sixteen-game season. Twenty seventeen was the seventh highest so they've played they generally play they have played at least seven seasons based on that one too so you have that one in your pocket got um, a built-in stat on that one um and any any initial guesses um 
Let's see. There's. If not, I can just talk about player B. Well, it's not Jameis because he didn't play that many games. Did has Cam Newton played? Uh, That's a good question. Cam. Cam's played seven, right? Um, not sure. Probably uh, right around that. 2011, wasn't he? I think something like that. It's it's probably been right around seven for him. I have to guess. I don't know for sure. I'm not. Okay. I'm not I don't have it looked up right now either. But um, I will. Uh, I'll be vague on that one. <laughs> right, right. Because I don't want to add like a ton more. Because I, I yeah. this this is this is sort of already like built-in extra hints there. Um. So you said your your first first thought for player A might be Cam. Yeah, first thought might be Cam, and then another one might be uh. Breeze, just because Breeze almost always plays all the time, mm-hmm. and last year was his first year where he really wasn't as fantasy relevant. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, player B only. So player B, um, it's also like also about standard scoring for this. Only two of player B's seven seasons have been outside of the top fifteen for fantasy quarterbacks. So, so that means five of the seven have been inside the top fifteen. Okay. Um, in 2017, Player B had his lowest yards per attempt of his career at 6.71. Mm. Um, player B had 28 total touchdowns in 2017, which is the median of his career. So okay. like, like fourth highest, because like he's played seven, as I said. So like this is like middle. Like there's three below it and three over it for the touchdown totals. I'll place that in here as well. So uh, just a recap for everyone listening. Um, Player A had four games under 15 fantasy points in 2017 for standard scoring of like four point passing touchdowns and one point for each 25 yards. Um, Over his career, he has played a full 16 game season, 83.33% of the time. So, you know, relatively, you know, the uh, availability is a good ability of his. Mm. And uh, 2017 was the seventh highest uh, passing touchdown total of his career. Um, and then to recap, player B, um, f- t- only two of his seven seasons were outside the top 15 for fantasy quarterbacks of standard scoring. So, yeah, like I said, five of seven inside the top 15. Um, 2017 was his lowest yards per attempt of his career at 6.71 yards per attempt. And player B had 28 total touchdowns in 2017, which is the median of his career so he's had three years above that and three years below that interesting okay i feel like i've got uh two nfc south guys i think i got breeze and cam <laughs> which do you think would be which well i, I guess you probably have a decent idea yeah i would have breeze being a and cam being b okay cam ever be out was he ever outside the top 15 though hmm. that's a good question to ask yourself which is what you're doing i don't I honestly don't think Cam's ever been outside the top 15 for QEs. So you're retracting your Cam guess. Yeah. And yeah, like, uh, like I, like I said, um, this, as far as these guys, like this is like, as far as like, you know, margin, I guess this is kind of an extra hand just so you won't, you won't feel shitty either way. Like neither, neither of these guys are like, like are a bum. <laughs> Like as far as like margin between the two, this one's probably the closest. Okay. Yeah. 
just because this is like the final like com- like after like however many commercial breaks you still haven't picked a bachelor and so the host is like throwing extra hints at you to really try to help you pick a bachelor <laughs> like these guys are both studly wink 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 <laughs> right oh, and I gave, I gave you the hint that they're both what I mean quarterbacks are usually tall but yeah yeah I think I like um I think I like oh. These bachelors are just so desirable. They're both yes, both these quarterbacks are 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 you can see their silhouettes behind the curtains, they're like blowing kisses at you, you know, like running their hands through their hair, <laughs> smiling. They they both have wonderful smiles. Um <laughs> Who are you thinking? Any thoughts on who QB uh B is here? What's crazy is 28 total TDs being the median mm-hmm. means that they've gotten higher than that. When you hit 28, that's like a really nice. Yeah, so that kind of reaffirms that this guy, you know, I mean, each of these guys have played at least seven seasons, like based on the stats. So like, you know, that like that's that's kind of the indication that neither is a bum, I would say. Yeah, it's like a nice like, you know asset of it because when you're listening to these stats you can kind of like get some you know extra stuff from them because like with Julio I was like oh three of seven so you know okay this guy's like seven years like you get something like that or like when Brandon Marshall two-thirds of the season like obviously like you know at least three seasons (laughs) so player B has only played seven seasons um, two of his seven, yes. Okay. Well, has played exactly seven seasons. Mm-hmm. I'll probably cut out some of these pauses where you're deep in thought. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I'm just going to – I like player B better. I'll start with that. Okay. I'll take player B. All right. Uh, final, mm-hmm. final choice? Yeah. All right. Uh, curtain opens. Uh, you see a glowing smile just, just – beaming and you see the player you thought you had in cam newton yeah you were correct sweet he has had some finishes out because when you said cam newton for a i'm like oh oh man like yeah yeah he has played seven so you're right there that you got you got cam newton yeah 28 is median i I thought the total touchdowns might be a little bit of a giveaway too Mm -hmm. i try not to emphasize that a ton (laughs) but um yeah, so, if you hadn't said it was only seven seasons, I might have guessed Roethlisberger because Roethlisberger's had a couple years where he was t- totally outside of the top. Yeah, but definitely like he had—I know he had a bunch of touchdowns last year, and he's generally pretty damn good. Yeah, because Cam has had like two like QB seventeen finishes, but everything else he's like top six or better. So like, okay, cool. And then, so any thoughts on who A is? It's not Breeze. Uh, the the tall the tall thing rules that out because I mean he's still a quarterback and he's not like short. But who do you who do you think who do you think A is if it's not Breeze? If it's not Breeze, six one six one still taller than average, of course, but probably six foot for being realistic. It's player heights are always a little off sometimes. Like I said, you know he's played at least at least the seven. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned that one. Not not a slouch. Not a slouch. Also has a good smile. 
do 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 um right, let me give you, let me give you 10 more seconds to guess cuz i don't want to have much of silence in a podcast you know that's just the thing you try to avoid Stafford always i don't Stafford been injured much Stafford hasn't been injured much no right. I, I need your guess okay um i'm going to go with uh i'll guess that the i don't know i don't fucking know freeze was my guess all right you're not far off it's brady it's brady yep glad i didn't pick him <laughs> like i said both are good picks like for next year duh yeah for sure mm-hmm. 2017 was the seventh highest td really that that it was that low for him huh i thought he yeah. had a real touchdown year didn't he yeah that's the thing it was tom brady like he's threw uh 32 passing touchdowns and that is still the seventh highest of his career because he's played 18 years wow Wow. Wow. So I, was, <laughs> I was going through it earlier because he's had like 36 and 33 and 34. I was, he's had a lot of, like, he's had like a lot of really close ones in that 30, 40 range. Okay. I was yeah. Like 50 that one year he had 50, right? Yeah. I wasn't going through rushing touchdowns on him just because I didn't feel like it. Might have changed it. Would I have changed it? Um, not a whole, I mean. No, it would not have changed it. Does have the QB sneak. Yeah. It, it would not have changed it, though. The other ones that were higher, um, or had the rushing were already higher. So, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, uh, Tom Brady was the other guy. So, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of good picks. So, it was that you picked Brandon Marshall, Melvin Gordon, Eric Ebron, and Cam Newton. Uh, so far, that sounds like a pretty good team to me. Yeah. Um, I would, The tight end wasn't a huge discrepancy. I'd probably prefer Ingram a little bit. Uh, obviously, with yeah. White receiver, I would definitely prefer Julio over Marshall. But, um, I mean, the Q- QBs, they're both studs, obviously. It's hard to yeah. go off to either of them. Um, I like Cam a lot too. Yeah, I, I do like think Cam is a pretty damn good quarterback. Yeah, and like for next for next year, obviously like pretty even. But like Dynasty, I'm definitely taking Cam, of course, too. Oh, sure, because I mean, what Brady's got? How many years do you think Brady's got left? Two. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. We'll see. But um, they're talking like this is his last year. I don't know if it is. Yeah, I I don't. I would give him three more maximum, but like two seems likely. Yeah, unless we see a serious regression in his arm strength, which I don't think we will. <laughs> uh, he just he devotes too much time to his body, and you know, it's like Jerry Rice. He his life is his mm-hmm. is working his job to yeah. the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, how how do you feel about your your dates here? You've got you got a series of dates. How 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 do you like them? I like him so far. I think yeah. Cam would be a nice date to go out on. He's definitely flashy. Show you a good time around mm-hmm. town. Yep, yep. So I said both have great smiles. <laughs> you, go, um, you go on a date with Tom, you're eating avocado ice cream and watching yeah. him work out. You know, fuck Well, that. you know if it's Cam, you're not eating Oiko's uh, yogurt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, um, it's funny to hear Cam talk about yogurt. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I guess if you had to take any back, it'd probably be the receiver one, just because. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like in modern context, for sure, mm-hmm. I would I would take Julio. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, this was this was the this was the dating show, the fantasy dating show. Find your fantasy bachelor. Um, <laughs> but um, you see like a voice, but it literally is nothing. It's just a voice that is random and out there. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it's just to show you that these stats can be misleading. So if someone's trying to make a trade with you and is throwing some stats at you to try to persuade you, look, look into them or maybe not tell them the full story. 
Um, or, you know, sometimes um, you can uncover some stats that show a lot more than you think that's there. Um, that was a well-put-together sentence. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like for me, like like with stats, like touchdowns, like I don't – you don't ch- you don't want to chase, chase touchdowns um, for like fantasy. I guess I'll share this uh, dating page with you so you have it now if I can, if it'll let me. Maybe not. Um, but – yeah, like I, I, I look for like targets and you know, and red zone targets and yards and stuff, and all that. Like the different splits as opposed to you know touchdowns. Because like Julio's never a touchdown guy, really. Like that's not that's not his jig. But he's always a great receiver for fantasy. Like the last four years, um, I guess pretty much his whole career. Because um, rookie year was seventeen, but every year aside from thirteen when he got hurt, he's been a top ten receiver. And like the oh, last two years, he's been two six six, but like, and that's always been his thing is he doesn't get a ton of red zone looks mm-hmm. because that's just not how the offense is kind of designed. But he does everything on the like he just does all his damage getting you there. He's Moses. Yeah, like he had three touchdowns last year, three touchdowns, and he's still wide receiver six. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like for real, like. That's crazy. And I'm pretty sure he got two in that one damn game. Or maybe it was just one with 250 yards against the Bucks. Maybe it was yeah, two. Yeah, and he had two in that game and one in one other game. But, yeah, he literally <laughs> just had the two touch, like the three touchdowns all year and two of them in the red zone. And so, like, if he gets more touchdowns, like, it's absurd. <laughs> if you had to do a top five wide receiver, like if you had to rank five the top five wide receivers in the NFL, which is a really hard question because yeah. there are a lot of as far as you know, like actual or fantasy or who I want next year, who I want for dynasty, like what's what are what are the exact parameters? Um, I'm gonna say for fantasy. Let's just keep it to fantasy. For purpose. fantasy, um, if it's just 2018, um, mm-hmm. for 2018, Antonio Brown's one. Like he, okay. I don't I, like he kind of has to be like. <laughs> Yeah. Has to be, but like, I, mean, I think he's number one in both fantasy and other, like personally. Yeah, I think if you're talking real, it's a little closer between him and um, Julio. I think. Um, okay. Because like, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm sliding and turning around, but like Julio is just like so absurdly gifted. He that, is. Well, actually, you know Odell Beckham too. I forgot him because he was hurt. Duh. But um. Like those three, like those three guys, and Hopkins is really good too. Um, he gets a ton of targets. He's he would be in mine for sure in my top five, absolutely. Yeah. Antonio Brown is number one, and like for fantasy, Antonio Brown is number one. He just does it consistently every single year. Without it, he does it. He does it well. Um, like I was listening to something over the past like four or five years. He's so far ahead of everyone else in everything. <laughs> What I think is crazy is, in terms of, like, GOAT receivers, Jerry Rice is the one that always comes up. If Antonio Brown does what he's done for, like, the past five years, for the next 15, he'll reach Jerry Rice. Yeah. <laughs> but he could, and I think he, he's well, definitely— Probably not the, 15 more years, but— <laughs> I mean, pretty much, 15 though. 15 total, yeah. Um, I mean, I think Antonio Brown's got— five good years left in him yeah uh, it's definitely going to change because roethlisberger is not going to play five more years no 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 no. like roethlisberger's got two maybe three more years and then i feel like antonio brown could play maybe a couple more after it just because the way his game is 
Like, he's his game takes care of his body well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he takes some brutal hits too, but they they scheme well. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I saw so I followed Juju Smith Schuster on uh, Instagram, and I saw a thing like he was signing autographs or whatever, and some guy had a picture. It was like it had a Fortnite background, and then it was Juju standing over perfect. And like, yes. he has, he has a funny video too where um it's um, let's say, um like he like he has a video on his Instagram where like it shows him laying out perfect, and then like Fortnite loot drops out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I love Juju. Man, yeah. the Steelers need to get a good quarterback. Or they're going to be wasting their wide receivers' talent once Roethlisberger leaves. Yeah, I feel like one this year. I feel like they'll probably take a shot on one this year. I mean, I don't know if Dobbs is the answer or not. And then definitely next year they're going to get someone. I feel like they're. I feel like they got to look to that soon. Mason Rudolph to the yeah, Steelers. Dude, there's a lot of like I said. There's a lot of depth going back to the initial talk. I mean, mm-hmm. Rudolph's a good one. Loletta's not bad. Um, Mike White, Luke Falk, like those are all decent guys. Um, after that, it's a lot less reliable, but like, there's depth. You know, there's there's nine or ten guys that are like, that could develop into good starters, which is crazy. crazy. So yeah, that's insane to think about. I don't. I've not seen a draft class this stacked since I've started watching NFL. Yeah, this is definitely a good quarterback draft class, and I always say that a lot. But like, there's always like some obvious busts like why the hell are these teams taking this risk and like i think the only guy close to that remotely you know like you look at josh allen and like maybe like if he busts in a few years we'll be like wow how did you not see that but you know yeah the so. other one that i think is interesting i i don't know if i've mentioned it on here i think it is super 100 percent likely the patriots either trade up for a quarterback in this draft or or at the very least take one in a fairly high round. I think I think Mike White is like if they want to keep the Brady stuff going, Mike White is like a really good guy for them to take if they don't want to trade up to try to get Rosen. Cuz like ideally Rosen to fill in after Brady would be, you know, perfect. That would be the ideal scenario. Right. But, you know, probably won't happen, so I can see them going Mike White. Because, he, dude, he looked fucking phenomenal in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Or, so, not the Super Bowl, Joe, the Senior Bowl. The Senior Bowl, yeah. He looked great. He was picking them apart. So, we'll see. And and it, his, his mechanics are pretty solid, too. Get a good quarterback in a later round that nobody else saw. Yeah, like, like as far as, like, you know, like, some mechanics, like, I mean, he's not quite on Josh Rose's level, but, like, He's higher than some of the other guys as far as like just pure mechanics. Like you, you like we saw it in the Senior Bowl. He's pretty sound on a lot of that stuff. But um, yeah. So there's um, let's say we've got a lot to talk about in the upcoming draft podcast. That'll be that'll be fun. But um, anyway, uh, Mazi, do you have any any fun anecdotes to uh, to throw in before we close out? I don't believe so. I think we've uh, had a pretty nice little cast here with our little dating game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a bit. It's definitely a fun uh, exercise to do, so you can 
<laughs> the, I think the trying to guess stuff is fun. I, when I listen to shows that do this, I always find myself just trying so hard to guess it. And it's funny when, it's always funny when you get it right, but when you're like so off, you're like, how did I miss that so badly? Right. So, <laughs> it's a good time. But we're um, trying to come up with some more segments too in the future. Yeah, I think we, we had a couple of ideas bouncing back and forth. But, um, you know, it's, uh, we'll, we'll think of some good stuff. And obviously, you know, stuff will organically come up as the football year progresses. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep you guys up to date with some, with some dope content. So, um, <laughs> um, hope you all are having a great NFL off season, you know, uh, reading up on the draft. Um, if you watch the draft, um, I, I probably, I don't think I did last year, but I'm going to be getting into dynasty this year. So I'll definitely be watching the draft and, uh, following along with that. Um, that's soon. Isn't the 26th, right? So 26th. About two weeks away. Oh man, that's, that's uh, invigorating. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I watched it last year. Uh, I remember just like my mouth dropping jaw just dropped when the bears took trubisky i'm hoping to see something like that this year but i think we will yeah because honestly last year like i'll admit i didn't know much about pat mahomes at all and i made i messed with josh when they traded up for him the chiefs did but oh. in hindsight i'm like that was probably a really good move like looking at what they did now the fact that they're like they got alex smith out after like one year of mahomes like being there like okay that makes more sense Mm-hmm. And after like looking more into Mahomes, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's really good, I think. So it'll be fun to see. But um, anyway, this has been another episode of Mozzie and the Muscle with the Dating Game. Uh, <laughs> it's a different voice every time. That wasn't that wasn't wasn't quite as exaggerated radio voice. But um, yep, thanks for listening, and I uh, hope you all uh, enjoy enjoy this and enjoy the off season. Uh, thank you, Mozzie. Thank you. Have a good night, guys.